Hey, to all the real estate professionals out there, I want to let you know The Buyer's Mind is sponsored by Homebridge Financial. Homebridge loan officers are experts in new home financing, and they bring sales ideas and strategies and market intelligence and programs that will help sell homes. To learn more about that, go to builder.homebridge.com. Homebridge Financial, home financing made easy. You know, sales can be a scary business. So what do you do when you feel the fear? You know what you do? You do it anyway. Let's get into that on today's episode of The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Well, welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Buyer's Mind. I am your host, Jeff Shore. This is the podcast where we try and figure out how do we serve our customers best. Of course, we serve our customers best when we know them best. But you know, one of the things that we have to do if we really want to take care of our customers is we want to make sure that we are working in their best interest. Now, that sounds obvious. Sounds like, yeah, it's common sense. Except that which is common in sense isn't always common in practice, and I'll tell you why. Oftentimes, our own fears, our own discomforts get in the way of serving our customer best. So, for example, if it's time to ask for the sale, a voice in your head comes along and says, this is it, this is a good time, you should ask for the sale. Okay? Now, what's happening here? Immediately, if I look at it, I go, oh, it's got some fear right there. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I, I don't like rejection. You know, the, the, she'll let me know if she's ready to buy. You know, I'll, I'll just wait for the buying signals. If I've done my job right, I don't have to ask for this. Now, what am I doing? I'm making decisions according to my level of comfort. But what the customer really needed was for me to ask. The customer needed the invitation to purchase. So are you making decisions for you or for your customer? The fact of the matter is that sales can be a scary business. In fact, I think that that's why a lot of people either try sales and don't hang with it, or they just look and they go, I could never do it. It's not that they're not intelligent or, or good conversationalists or whatever. It's just that they're afraid. There's just a lot of fear. So I've been looking at this for a long time, and you know I, I've been in sales for many, many years, and I've sold a lot, and I'm, I still have to sell. Uh, it, but there is always that underlying fear. Now, it takes its form in a lot of different ways, but the question is, what do we do about it? What do we do when we are up against sales fears? And I, I have a book I want to recommend to you. It's an old book, but I was recently just scanning through my bookshelves and I came across it. I haven't picked, hadn't picked it up in a long time, but as I picked it up, I started to flip through it and I went, oh my goodness, this entire book is underlined. <laughs> I, I have just gone through and underlined or highlighted uh, the entire book. So much is written in the margin. Uh, the book was written way back in 1987. It's by the late Dr. Susan Jeffers. And the book is called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. This is a, a huge bestseller, more than 2 million copies sold, but it is a really powerful book. It really, really is. The reason I first read this book is I was researching uh, the book Be Bold and Win the Sale, which I wrote to deal with sales discomforts, and I just gained so much from Dr. Susan Jeffers. But one of the things that, and I was just going to look at a couple of things that she points out in this book and hopefully encourage you to buy the book as well to deal with your own sales fears. Uh, she shares five truths. I just want to pound through these five truths 
real quick. Here's truth number one. The fear will never go away as long as I continue to grow. (laughs) As long as I continue to grow. I think what Dr. Jeffers is saying is that there's only one method that we can think of to eliminate discomfort and fear, and that's to stop growing. The fact of the matter is that if you're going to grow, it's uncomfortable. All growth is uncomfortable. The only way to eliminate that discomfort, to eliminate that fear, is to stop growing. And that's not going to happen. Not for you. You're a professional. So I would say on quite the opposite, and this is what Dr. Susan Jeffers writes, when I am no longer afraid, what then? (laughs) If you're no longer afraid, it means you are no longer growing. So let's just assume that that fear that swells up, it's a part of our growth process. Here's number two, truth number two. The only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. (laughs) Now, this is the idea. Uh, When we're thinking about the fear, the fear of the fear is worse than whatever it is that we're actually thinking about doing. So we think a lot about that fear. We think a lot about that discomfort. Then we actually go out and do it. Guess what? It's not nearly as bad as we think it was. It's the fear of the fear that's problematic. So if you can learn to embrace that fear and do it anyway, you're going to overcome that. Here's truth number three. The only way to feel better about myself is to go out and doing it. So now this is an extension of truth number two, that the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. But this one says the only way to feel better about myself is to go out and do it. You see, the problem that we have here is that if we feel the fear and yield to that fear, if we give in, how will we feel about ourselves? about our self-confidence, about the way that we are living our lives. In other words, there's a price to be paid when you give give in to your desire for fear. Truth number four, not only am I going to experience fear whenever I'm on unfamiliar territory, but so is everyone else. (laughs) I think oftentimes we feel the fear and we think it's probably just me. It's such a relief when we realize that we're not alone in this. That the fears that we feel, everybody else fears. It's called being human. Fear is a natural human reaction. So don't feel like you're all on your own on this one. And then finally, truth number five, pushing through fear is less frightening than living with the underlying fear that comes from a feeling of helplessness. You see, if I give in, then I allow myself to be a victim of circumstances. I allow myself to be a victim of my own desire for comfort, and I back away from the fear. That's not the way to live your life. If you want to live your life right, you have to understand that you have the power to decide what you're going to do with that fear. Now, look, it would be wise for you, in my opinion, to think through your sales presentation and ask yourself, what are those moments when I feel fear, when I feel discomfort? The more honest we are with ourselves, the more we can prepare for those in advance. And then when they pop up, we can lean into them. That's why I wrote Be Bold and Win the Sale, because I want salespeople to recognize that that moment of discomfort, that that moment of fear is actually an opportunity. We live our best lives on the other side of fear, on the other side of discomfort. So when we look at that fear, when we look at that obstacle, we recognize that if we lean in and lean in and lean in, pretty soon we lean in so much that we burst through to the other side. 
That is when we're able to go out and change the world. 